Hey, headbangers, Mike Z. Having some fun today with the legendary Mark Slaughter. Yeah, the dude from Slaughter. Put out a solo album a few weeks back called Halfway There on EMP Records, David Ellison's record company. Yeah, the dude from Megadeth. Mark, as a fan of metal, it sounds pretty cool. The dude from Slaughter is putting out an album on the dude from Megadeth under his record company. Are you a big Megadeth fan, or was this just kind of a good business decision? Well, I just, you know, the thing is, is with Dave and I, uh, you know, more so than a fan, it's a friendship. Um, and I think that's uh, that's what, what, you know, it's always been with Dave. And, you know, that's the key with all this is, you know, we're all lucky to keep doing this all these years. And, you know, I've known him for, for 30 years at this point. So, you know, it's just one of those things of uh, it's, it's friends making music together and putting it out and taking it to the streets, you know. I don't know if it was maybe me just turning 40, but I think an, an album called uh, Halfway There kind of really struck a chord with me. I don't know if that's what you were uh, thinking about in terms of that or more half good, half bad, but uh, that's kind of how I took this album, and, and I'm loving yeah, it. Yeah, it certainly is that. It's it's more about about it being halfway through life, so to speak, than it is anything. You know, that, that's the key with it. And again, my kids get it. You know, it's not just for adults who are at that stage in their life. It's actually those who, you know, it's for everybody. I mean, it's just life. Mark not only sang, but you also played guitar and bass. Yeah, I did. I wrote all the riffs, and, and uh, I also, you know, did all the vocals. I did all the recording. You know, I wore a lot of hats on this band. Yeah, I played half the bass on the record. I wrote all the parts, but, you know, I had uh, Jamie play on a few of them. And, uh... You know, Josh Egan, who's a drummer out there in the Los Angeles area. Um, I've known him a lifetime. Uh, we grew up together, went to high school together. Very cool. He played the drums out there in California, actually, and he just sent me the drums through the Internet. I mean, that's the, the beautiful side of, of uh, technology. <laughs> you don't have to be in the same city. You, can, you know, it's pretty cool that you can do that. Are you in Tennessee, Nashville? I'm in Tennessee, yeah. Uh-huh. What a music town that is. got to make it out there one of these days. But is that what compelled you to move there, or is just to live and breathe? And Yeah, it was two things. It was, number one, the music industry is here. But, you know, I think that the key point for me is when my kids are growing up, I've moved from Las Vegas to here to, to raise my boys, and now they're both uh, adults. And, and, you know, one's uh, living out in uh Salt Lake City and the other one um, actually here at the home and going to college. You know, it's kind of crazy how life goes that way. Certainly, I think that's one thing with this record is that it, it really is one of those things of this is how life is. This is this is the steps that I've been through. And I couldn't have written this record 20 years ago because it's not something that I've actually experienced and honestly say that this is, you know, what I've seen in life. Yeah, it's your story. It's it's your your path. You know, look, I, I've had a I've had a blast doing this. It's been a wonderful experience of, of doing it all this way. You know, I look forward to uh, continuing to make music and you know doing what I do and taking the solo band out here and there. But I'm going to be at Huntington Beach with uh, the Slaughter coming up here soon. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Yeah, playing with Great White and uh, Huntington Beach. I just that's on uh, on the 30th of July. Yeah. So, uh, some great things coming down the pipeline, you know, I'm, I'm just glad to be a part of, of making music, and, you know, again, it really comes down to an art form, you make your art in every way you can do it, it's not just limited to one thing, it's just everything, and uh, that's what I'm doing, and I'm really pleased with the record, the response to the record's been amazing, the tracks have just, you know, have been resonating with a lot of people. I kind of wanted to go back, if we could, and jump in the DeLorean for a few, and go back to 
kind of when I had first heard you with the Vinnie Vincent invasion. Just wanted to see if I could get one little kind of Vinnie story because I feel like he was always kind of an enigma. And, you know, not like today where you know what your favorite guitar player is eating for breakfast, if you want to know it. But I feel like he was one of those guys that that was you know, just that Kiss character. And then even as a solo artist, you never learned anything about him. So I wanted to ask if you had just maybe one kind of fun humanizing story about Vinny. I think that Vinny was a, you know, ultimately he was, he was an artist. He stayed, really wanted to always make sure that his art was always being, you know, that he was always being artistic. You know, he, as far as that goes, I mean, his whole thing was he was eating and reading music for the most part. And, you know, coming out of Kiss and doing that basically just fell right into, you know, a really good deal with Christmas Records. And uh, they kind of gave him the free reins to do a lot of great things. And one of the things that came through is we were talking with Jeff Stein. Jeff Stein was the one who did The Kids Are All Right with The Who. And he said, I just wanted I just wanted to be completely mayhem and just full rock and roll and so on the Boys You're Gonna Rock video, which is the first video I appeared on, we trashed all the equipment. It was just nice. one of those things that just blow it all up and light it up on fire and just destroy it. You nice. Know, kind of in the who rock and roll style. And that was fun. You know, I think that you know, Vinny was definitely one of those guys that just blow it all up. So it was cool that way. <laughs> And going back to those days, just to kind of tie it back to the the Slaughter, it was you met Dana in, in that band, right? In the Vinnie Vincent invasion, and then formed Slaughter from that band. I met Dana when he was producing a band in uh, California called Shin, and uh, I came out. Tommy Thayer from Black and Blue was there, and and a whole bunch of other people, and were doing backgrounds, and they asked me to come out and sing backgrounds, and also you know to uh, they wanted to hear me sing, and that was. Uh, and Dana said, man, he'd be great for the invasion thing, even more so than this, because, my God, his voice is just, you know, it's high, it's strong, and, you know. And uh, lo and behold, it ended up being one of those things that he made the record with Robert Fleischman, and then they just kind of inserted me for the touring down. And uh, I toured with Alice Cooper and Iron Maiden. Wow. You know, at a young age of 22 years old. <laughs> so that was quite an experience. Always curious and wanted to ask you if Up All Night, if it was born out of one epic night in particular, or was it you're kind of saying, I want to do my own version of like Kiss Rock and Roll All Night? Up All Night was the all purpose anthem for us. We came from Las Vegas. We were a different type of animal on that side. And because of that, I think people really, they understood it. You know, we were also out in California quite a bit. So, you know, Mulholland Drive and that whole, you know, California feel certainly was uh, a part of it as well. The whole attitude was just the sexiness of, of the nightlife that I knew at that point. I mean, I don't know what it is now there because I'm not there, but it certainly was pretty amazing. You mentioned, too, growing up in Vegas and dying to know, how do you feel about Vegas now finally getting a hockey team and now getting the Raiders? Or Are you a Titans fan now being in Tennessee, or are you going to be a, a Raiders fan when they go to Vegas? You know what, man? I, I think it really would have boiled down to, you know, Raiders was my favorite. You know, that was the closest team to me as a kid when I was, you know, young and growing up because there were no teams. There was never any teams in here we are, you know, 40 years later when you, you know, you look back on it, it was the Oakland Raiders. It was the Oakland Raiders against the Steelers. I mean, that was really the teams that were just really battling all the time and playing rough and mean, you know, so I liked that with Oakland. I thought they were pretty 
pretty rough. What about the hockey team? Are you going to be a Vegas uh, Golden Knights? I, I think it's going to be hard for me to run away from the from the Predators because I've been here from the inception of the Predators. I was you know, good friends with Tom Fitzgerald, the head coach out here. Yeah, I, I think it's just one of those things that I, I've been around it more here, so I probably have my, uh, I'll have to run on both sides on that one. <laughs> Welcome to Smashville. So I guess we're enemies then because I'm an Anaheim Ducks fan and a tough, tough there playoff loss here. Ugh. A good season for you guys, and congrats to making it to the finals, even though Pittsburgh ended up winning. But Yeah, I know. Well, Pittsburgh's a tough guy. It's one of those things. It's fun, you know, it's just, it's a fun thing. Hockey is one of those things you could take your kids to, and then, you know, if there's any violence in that stuff, you can say, see, there's timeout. That's why you go on timeout, they go on timeout for being <laughs> bad, too. <laughs> I've always thought hockey is, like, the most, like, metal sport, like, because of that, but but also because of the precision and, and the skill behind it, just like the, the technicality that's in, you know, hard rock and heavy metal, kind of the oh, same yeah. thing. These guys, and these guys, man, you know, they don't just step out on the ice. These guys are on the ice so much. The amount of strength from it is is pretty crazy. So again, you're right. It is metal, and it is it is part of it. And speaking of uh, metal and, and skills and, and your talents and art, I, I understand you've also done a lot of uh, voiceover work too, aside from music. Yeah, I've done I've done some work on uh, some uh, some Warner Brothers stuff, and and even some stuff with uh, on uh, Rocket Power and some of these other things. And as I moved out to Tennessee, that become less and less because. You really have to be there to do lunch and be a part of the whole the scene. scene there in Hollywood to be a part of it. And, you know, I'm just pretty much, I'm a regular guy. <laughs> and, you know, the difference of, you know, Orange County is certainly different than, than Los Angeles, you know. Definitely. You know, they both that, you know, it kind of feels like it's one continuous thing, but. There's a different attitude in it, you know. I was going to ask you too if if you wouldn't mind if I could do a little bit of a request, but I know you got a hell of a, a Gene Simmons impersonation. Well, listen, <laughs> it's one of those things. If we're going to do this right, we're going to do it really good. <laughs> Gene, so what happened with the whole horn horns thing? You were going to trademark it, and then you stopped. What what happened there, Gene? I got busy. I was redesigning the Kiss logo once again with different colors. It's going to look great on the next thing I'm doing. I'm doing a solo tour right now. Make sure to come out and see me, Gene Simmons. It's going to be amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you could do that all day long. I I would listen to it all day long. I got to go check out. You're right. He does have that solo tour. I think it's playing here in Riverside. I got to check that out. Bottom line is, man, is, you know, all these guys are a cast of characters. I've been very lucky to work with all of them, whether it be Ozzy, Gene, or, you know, Paul Stanley Kiss. All those people have been great to us. And we certainly had a great time uh, touring with them over the years. You know, Alice Cooper's the other gentleman, and you know Iron Maiden, etc. So, you know, hats off to the to the legendary people that gave us uh, snot nosed kids from from Las Vegas a chance to get out there and play our music. And uh, you know, lo and behold, here we are. We're still making music. We're still making records. And even when they're saying rock and roll is dead, we're you know. I'm going to still, you know, carry that torch because it's what I believe in. It's what I love to. It's not a money grab. It's the, the love of the art of music and, and taking people into uh, give them a soundtrack, you know, to their lives, just like this music has been a soundtrack to mine. I can't think of a better way to go out than go out with that. And, and to say personally, as a fan, thank you for the music and for being part of the soundtrack to my life and growing up with your music and then even still your music being a part of my life today, still making killer music. Well, so. Well, I appreciate that, man. You know, look, we're all very lucky to be part of this industry, whether it be radio, music, or, you know, in, in all aspects of it. And, uh, again, for the for the people who have been there who believed in, 
in you know all aspects and support of you know big thanks to them and uh, and to keep rocking, keep living, and and keep smiling through it all because you know there's there's always a day ahead that's going to be better than the one we just lived. Beautiful. Well, cool, man. Well, listen, thank you so much, and uh, we'll talk to you here soon. Yeah, I'll see you, Mark. Thanks for the time. Appreciate Sounds it. Sounds good. Thanks, oh. Mike. All right, talk to you later. Bye bye. Bye bye. Damn, bro made it through the entire interview. Well, if you've tolerated me for this long, might as well tolerate me on social media as well. On Instagram and Facebook, you'll find me at Radioactive Mike Z. On Twitter and on Snapchat, MikeZ967. Until next time, man, keep those horns high in the sky. I'll catch you later. Adios. See ya. Bye-bye.